0: Thank you.
1: Welcome
2: to WKTY Outdoors. I'm your host, Kevin Millard. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And I hope you're surviving this morning anyway and digging out from the snow. And eh. Actually, temperature-wise, it's not that bad out there right now. It's, uh, it's fairly decent. The wind hasn't kicked up or anything, so you need to go shovel a little snow this morning. Eh, now might not be a bad time to do it. Later on, you can head out and maybe do a little fishing if uh, you're of a mind, as long as you're probably going to need a, need a shelter for that one. It's, it's going to be a little windy later on today, and that wind chill is going to be kind of crisp. But, hey, the fishing is, uh, is good here. So let's hop right into the uh, uh, conditions here and Hotspot Report, uh, brought to you by Powerhouse Marine. Uh, and as far as the uh, fishing goes, a uh, couple of spots I think are going to be uh, are going to be worthwhile. Lake on Alaska is going to be a good spot for you, uh, and also uh, up by uh, up by Trimpolo, And uh, I think actually, well, let's throw in Stoddard there as well because uh, right now the fishing is uh, uh, pretty good uh, across the board. A lot of northerns being caught uh, right now up by uh, Lake on Alaska and up by uh, uh, Trempolo as well. Uh, the crappie bite is doing uh, pretty well. And, uh, at least up by the, uh, the three lakes region. Anyway, if you're into perch, uh, that's probably the place you want to maybe be hanging out this weekend. Uh, I got some nice size perch being caught out there finally. And, uh, I missed time that I was off by about a week. So I was out last weekend and didn't catch a darn thing, but you know, I was just good to get out anyway. But, uh, um, yeah, the panfish bite is, uh, is doing, uh, is doing pretty well, uh, right now. Uh, you know. Uh, minnows rosy uh, rosy reds Waxies, um are all going to uh are all going to be producers for you here with uh um with the panfish uh, today and maybe a little larger ones uh uh for uh, for the northern bite as well so um and the nice thing is we've you know we've had some decent weather the ice is uh uh decent um good condition um a little more snow covered this morning but uh um good thickness anyway so uh Plenty to uh, think about, and and at least last weekend anyway, with the uh, uh, the warmer weather we had, it was a little a little iffy on the shorelines there. But uh, um, I think with the again with the cold weather we've had in the past week, it's kind of refrozen those uh, those areas. So getting out there isn't uh, going to be that much of a challenge. Once you're out there, it's fine. There's plenty of thick ice out there. There's gosh, let's see. At least last weekend anyway, when I went out, there was probably a good uh, Nine ten inches of ice um, that we were drilling through. So it wasn't, uh, it wasn't too bad out there. So, but again, uh, of course, as always, uh, always be safe. Uh, that snow could be covering up some thin spots. So just, uh, just use a little caution as always when, uh, when you're headed out there. So uh, that's a quick look at the uh, hotspot report here this morning on WKTY outdoors. Uh, taking a look now at the conditions brought to you by Roscoe's live bait in Toma, uh, you know, it, it's been kind of a funky, funky week here. We've, you know, the water keeps going up here. I, you know, I don't know if I've ever seen the water quite so high in uh, this time of year. We're sitting at about uh, uh, eight point four feet right now. It was up to about 8.6 earlier uh, here in Lacrosse, and uh, hopefully, it's maybe going to slowly start to come down. Um, but I have a sneaking suspicion with the uh, the forecast here at least in our area in the uh, upper thirties later this week, that that's probably not going to happen. It's going to stay. You know, some of that stuff's going to melt off and it's going to continue to remain high for a while. So, um, but, uh, uh otherwise, you know, water temperature, of course, sitting right around uh, 32 degrees. Uh, the flow, as far as, uh, that goes, uh, it's come down quite a bit. Um, actually in, uh, up at dresbach here it's down to about thirty-five thousand right now so it's uh, fairly calm as far as the uh, the flow goes um and same for genoa and uh up by uh up by tremplo it's it's still a little fast but not too bad it's about 75 there uh 35 in dresbach and about 43 down in genoa so uh it's uh not too bad but i'm guessing if you know you're wanting to get out onto the main channel anyway you're gonna find a lot of uh ice on the uh ice on the landings there and it might be a little there be some chunks of ice out there as well that uh you might want to avoid maybe just head head to like lake on alaska or up to the three lakes area or down to stoddard or whatever and just walk on out to the ice and don't worry about the boats so uh although i'm sure there'll be a few diehard guys trying to trying to get out there anyway so but anyway that is a a quick look at the uh, the conditions report here this morning. On WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma, and also uh, in, or the Hotspot Report, brought to you by the uh, the good folks over at Powerhouse Marine. And uh, kind of moving through this here pretty quick, and we are uh, going to get to the guests segment here now. And uh, I've got guests in the studio here this morning. Here I've got uh, Troy Rebeck and uh, Dylan and Brady uh, from the uh, UWL Fishing Team. Did I get the name? Did I get your name right? David, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to get you guys close to the. You guys are going to have to kind of share just a, a little bit here. But uh, Troy, it's uh, it's nice to get you back into the uh, into the studio here and uh, chat a little uh, chat a little fishing here this morning. We appreciate
3: being back. back. Thanks for inviting us back again. You're very
2: you're here. you're very welcome. Glad to glad you guys were able to make it in this morning. So uh, nice to nice to have you here. And the reason that uh, uh, and, Oh, I'm guessing. I'm gonna take a chance. I think this is probably Gage, another member of the the team here. Hey, good morning, uh, WKTY outdoors. Is this Gage? Yep. Hey, Gage, how you doing this
0: morning? Good. How are you doing?
2: Doing all right. We got you on the air right now with uh, Troy and Devin and Brady, and uh, uh, we're gonna chat a little, uh, a chat a little fishing here in a fishing tournament this morning. So uh, feel free to to chime in when you're uh, when you're able.
0: Sounds perfect. Thank you.
2: All right. Thank you. And uh, so, yeah, uh, Troy, we're uh, we're talking a little bit. You guys have a a tournament coming up in a couple of weeks.
3: We do. We have an absolutely huge tournament. It's the FLW College National Championship. We were lucky enough to have uh, two teams qualify this past year. Uh, it, it is a great honor for these young men and women mm-hmm. to. They work hard all year to try to make it to this national championship. It. It's uh, February twenty sixth to the twenty eighth, and it's down in the Harris Chain in Florida. So they get to get out of this nice, <laughs> this cold weather and get to be warmed up a little bit. But you know, I'm certainly proud of these young men and women. Uh, they worked so hard. Uh, Devin, uh, Gage, and Brady—they'll uh, be heading down, and they're going to put on a great show for us. So I'm sure they are.
2: Yeah, and uh, it, it's that—that uh, that is that is really really cool. Now, and you're going to be competing against teams from uh, across the country here.
3: Yeah, there's going to be 200 probably about 200 teams down okay. there uh every college um that can put together a club or actual uh, a team will be down there. that has qualified typically in these tournaments uh there's qualifying tournaments throughout the year and usually it's about the top 10 mm-hmm. uh, based on the field but they go down to maybe 15 or the top 20 mm-hmm. qualify out of each tournament uh to go down and fish this national championship. And those are,
2: those are like regional and eventually you get to like a regional kind of a tournament before the national.
3: No. No, it's not. Um, I mean, yes, yes and no. I mean, there's regionals. We fish the the Central Division. Right. Right. The that, FLW, that's what I was kind of getting at. Yeah. And there's you know, three tournaments that you typically fish in that mm-hmm. Central Division and if you qualify on any one of those, you go.
2: Okay. So, and and again, uh, you've got uh, you've got two teams Headed down there, and uh, uh, that's uh, that's that's great. That's phenomenal. Um, tell me a little bit about and, and, and the tournament. How does it work? I mean, just just a typical tournament. Your, your five fish limit, kind of. Uh.
3: Yeah, absolutely. You know, Devin and Brady, you guys can chime in as well. But it's practice day is going to be. I think the tournament starts on Wednesday. Correct, Brady.
4: For nationals, yeah, it yeah. starts on a Wednesday. The, why
2: don't you get, get closer to the microphone? There we go. So they're
3: practiced, They're they're going to be able to practice uh, Monday and Tuesday.
2: Oh, that's not bad then.
3: Right? Mo- practice Monday and Tuesday, a tournament will start on Wednesday. Uh, qualify for two days. Uh, the top ten teams will go on and fish the third day for mm-hmm. um, a chance to fish the big league, the big guys. Cool. Cool.
2: Very cool. Uh, what do you guys, uh, um, Devin, why don't you just borrow the microphone there and just tell me a little bit about you know what uh what are you looking forward to the most
5: well definitely the warm weather will be nice <laughs> but uh it's i don't know just fishing in general it'll be nice to get off the hard water and back on the back in a boat and looking for some bass um there's a lot of big fish down there so hopefully we can find some of them what uh what kind of prep work are
2: you uh are you guys doing engage if you if you've got uh if you want to help answer this one as well what kind of prep work are you guys doing uh to to learn more about uh uh
5: where you guys are going to be fishing well i've been looking at a lot of maps reading a lot of articles written by most of the professionals and people who have already fished on there um getting all my gear prepped and making sure i have all the things <laughs> i need you you have your 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 seven foot rods not your little three foot <laughs> right yep
0: <laughs> yeah Devin. Devin pretty much hit it right on the head. We're doing a lot of map studying right now, so we're getting contour maps pulled up, kind of looking for some uh, for some both shallow water and some offshore stuff to try. Because our practice, is, uh, as mentioned earlier, it's actually a day and a half, technically. We get a half day Tuesday. So, uh, And this is a, a, a big chain of lakes. I believe there's seven, maybe eight lakes in the, in the chain that you can fish during the tournament, so that's not a whole lot of time to break down a whole lot of water. So we're doing everything we can with getting our lures, you know, picking our confidence lures that we're going to be fishing down there and just trying to find areas that we think we can put put some winning bags in the boat. So when we get down there, instead of uh, doing all the prep work, then we're ready to go and we're firing on all cylinders going into the practice time.
2: And, and as far as, uh, um, you know, What are you guys finding out, Devin and Brady, maybe just answer this as well. What kind of, uh, you know, what are you seeing maybe just from your research anyway of, you know, how different that
4: that body of water is going to be compared to what you guys are used to fishing up here? I guess what I had to say, the big thing between fish, or the difference between fishing from up here to down there is they're a totally different strain of bass. They're Mm -hmm. Florida strain bass. We have northern strain up here. So they behave totally different to weather and everything like that to whether it's even the slightest little five-degree temperature change is going to affect them, Mm -hmm. leaps and bounds more than it will affect them here. But we we have resources we can reach out to that will help us with potential patterns, baits, anything we could need, and we have pre-tournament meetings before every big tournament to kind of go over what we could do, Mm -hmm. potential spots, patterns, any of that stuff so we can kind of, I guess, get rid of some stuff before practice so we don't have to actually – go and waste time doing that we can be as right. efficient as possible while we're down there mm-hmm. but, maximize what what time you guys have practice time you guys yeah, have on like, the wall. what gauge said we got a day and a half so that's not a lot of time no no versus i mean the, our regional tournament, we were down at lake at the ozarks for a week mm-hmm. so that's cool
2: and uh you know it, it's um i'm sorry i, I should have asked this earlier it's a two-day tournament or three-day tournament
3: uh it's it's three days three uh, day. You qualify. You'll fish the first two days and qualify for the third based okay. on based on total weight.
2: Okay. All right. Okay. That's kind of kind of what kind of what I figured. I just wanted to make sure there. But uh, um, so now is is this Troy? Is this the first time you guys have had two teams in that
3: have qualified? It is. This is the first time we've had two teams in one year qualify for the national championship. Uh, every year so far, been a coach now since 2016, we've had at least one team qualify. So. It's quite an honor to see two teams being able to go down for this one.
2: Cool. Very, very cool. And, um, you know, what's it like, Devin, Brady, Gage, just, you know, to be able to compete at this level, um,
4: I guess, early in your careers, so to speak, you know? For me, I started at, I did one tournament, little club tournament, 30 boats Mm -hmm. in the middle of April where it was freezing the whole time, ice through your guides the whole time. And then my very next tournament, I jumped to 130 boat college tournament. So <laughs> it's, it's a whole nother world, but the competition aspect is, I mean, it's pretty much unmatched. You see guys on the water racing up and down constantly. You know what they're doing mm-hmm. and you're trying to do and beat them. But the whole time you had no idea if they're doing good, they're doing bad. It's, it's I just, personally for me, I, you can't match the c- competition aspect mm-hmm. of it. And is it, is it, is it,
2: you know, do you guys get a chance to? You know, I'm guessing you get a chance to kind of hang out with some of the other uh, students that are, are are participating or whatever, and just kind of uh, swap stories. And you know, I'm I'm guessing you'll be talking up the
4: fishery up here pretty uh, pretty pretty well when you guys are down there. So, yeah, of course, we have a tournament actually in lacrosse, or a big college tournament in lacrosse at the end of May. So oh, cool! We're gonna talk it up a little bit. Well, we're not gonna we're not going to help too much. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're not, not going to give them all the good spots. Yeah, that's uh, I,
2: I totally Well, yeah, and, and we'll have to we'll have to talk a little bit more about that maybe a a, a little bit uh, a, a little bit later on. So, who all is is going down here Troy? Who all is going down to uh uh this the, the tournament?
3: Well, Devin and Brady who yep. are here, and then Gage will we have on on the radio. Um, Gage's partner uh has transferred out of left UW La Crosse, so Gage has to fish this by on his own. Okay. Um, it puts a little additional uh, stress because there's only one person in the boat. But, you know, the confidence that we build up in these young men and women mm-hmm. uh, in our meetings and what we do as a club, I feel confident that mm-hmm. they'll be able to figure this out. And I'm guessing, uh, are, are you you're headed down as well? I am not. Um, I'm trying to. I may. <laughs> I may but as of right now no i'm not but i uh, will be on the phone with them multiple times mm-hmm. throughout that's, the days
2: that's that's good so yeah that uh, i'm i'm sure by february it's like yeah i, I want to get out of the snow for a while here and <laughs> not not have to not have to deal well gage uh, talk to me a little bit here about uh, um you know what uh, what are you looking forward to the most when you uh, uh, when you get out uh, when you get down there <coughs>
0: I'm really looking forward to the new challenge. Um, I talk with Troy about this all the time. Everybody fishes their own style. And for me, I came from a very different type of fishery. I'm used to fishing hard structure, rock, wood. Then I moved to lacrosse and you have some of that, but a lot of it is fishing big grass flats and a lot of grass fishing, which I'm not the most accustomed to. And if you've ever fished in Florida or you've even been down there, pretty much every lake, all it is is big Big grass bowls um, and it's a challenge I'm really looking forward to it you know the competition that's down there the level of the competition I mean these are these are guys that are looking to go pro in their future um it's the future competition and to be one of those individuals just just in the running to to put their name up on that board is uh is really cool um and you guys were talking about kind of the the team aspect and how we uh, get along and talk to other teams. Currently right now I'm down in uh, Toledo Bend, Texas, for a tournament and um, never really have met a lot of these guys. It's for a different league, and, you know, everybody's really friendly, helpful, and it makes it a lot more fun. But when we get on the water, I mean, all the joke and the side and stuff, it, it gets pretty serious. But just looking forward to that that new challenge, just pushing myself and growing as an angler.
1: That, uh,
2: that's that's cool. That's cool. And and uh, you know, it, it, tell me a You know, it, it's going to be a bit of a challenge fishing uh, fishing by yourself down there. But uh, um, you got any uh, specific plans for, uh, for strategies and how you're going to try to uh, overcome that?
0: Yeah, the the big thing for me is trying to now fish water more efficiently because when you have two people in the boat, you know, you're throwing two lures at once you're trying a lot more things at once. So what I really need to focus on is not trying to fish all the water um, because, like I mentioned before, there's eight lakes. So I've kind of narrowed it down to a handful of the lakes that I want to try, and I'm just going to have to really make sure that I'm uh, covering water pretty good. Um, Try reaction fishing first, throwing your things like a crankbait, a, a vibrating jig, a spinnerbait, And if I'm not getting bit doing that, then maybe slow down a little bit. But I just have to fish really efficiently now. Um, You know, just it's not not going to change my plan really at all. It's just now I have to be on top of my game just a little bit more.
2: Now, are you guys and and uh, you guys can all kind of chime in on this Um, as far as uh, you know lures and and things like that. It's not going to really change all that much. You're just gonna you're just gonna kind of narrow down what what seems to be working what you know styles of bait seems to be working you know that kind of that kind of thing
5: yeah pretty much down there you can you can fish with a lot of different types of stuff but uh we kind of try to fish through our comforts so Mm -hmm. things we throw up here it's the lake's pretty similar i'd say to the river so um just by the grass and stuff and we're used to fishing grass and shallow water so most of the baits would be pretty much the same as that we'd fish with up here okay okay um And, uh, you know, it's, uh, uh, what is,
2: uh, and actually, what, you know, if you win, what do you get? (laughs) Besides a lot of fame and recognition.
4: So, actually, there's been a bit of controversy over it since uh, FLW, which is the organization Mm -hmm. we fish with, got bought out by Major League Fishing. Right. So, they're technically one big thing now, and there's a lot of stuff thrown up in the air about what happens. Previously, if you won the national championship, you fished the pro circuit, like, big tournament, like mm-hmm. their championship, for, like, $300,000. Yeah. So that's kind of up in the air. But from my understanding, we still go and do that, but it's by a different name and for less money. But we still go for... You, you we still, still get, go and you fish still against, shot with we, the pros. Yeah, and it's, like, all-inclusive, pretty much. You... I don't know if you guys know anything better or not, but I think last year they gave a guy a boat to fish in down there. Wow. Oh, nice. Nice. And then also if you win, you do get, I think you get a boat that you split between mm-hmm. your partner and you. You can either sell it or keep it or whatever you want to do. Donate it to your club if you want.
2: Cool. Cool. And actually, Troy, I was going to ask you, how many members have you guys got on the the team now? It's, it seems to be growing. I'm I'm guessing it's it's got to be growing all the time here.
3: It is we're we're pretty fortunate uh, with the success that we've had and the stability we've had we've got about 27 members in the in nice. the club now um, with access to about eight seven to eight nine boats mm-hmm. uh, so we could put a decent we can really put a nice team on the water we're really looking forward to loading up the water uh, in our lacrosse FLW lacrosse tournament for the mm-hmm. college but uh, having that many options uh, we can get more people on the water. Uh, give them that opportunity to make it to the national mm-hmm. championship and, and chase their dream, if they, if that's what they want to do.
2: Great, that is uh, that is cool. That and and I, I'm guessing all you know, freshmen, sophomores, juniors, seniors at at the university here.
3: Yeah, correct. As as long as you are uh, enrolled in in UW lacrosse, mm-hmm. uh, you can be part of the bass club. Okay, cool. Very cool.
2: And and actually, let me let me ask you about that real quick here. If anybody is interested in that. Uh, how do they go about uh, getting in touch with you guys?
3: Well, you get a hold of us. You can either reach out to us on Instagram, which is uh, UW Lacrosse Fishing. Um, and then on Facebook is UW Lacrosse Fishing Team. Yep. Uh, just send us a message. Okay. Um, our information's on there. And uh, we'd be more than happy to join, have you, you know, sign you up and part of the club. Cool.
2: Very cool. And... Uh, um, and, you know, a couple other things that I, I wanted to talk about uh, as well um, in terms of, it, you know, you know and, and this is all, uh, and correct me, this from when we were talking the, the last time I had you guys you engage on, um, this is
3: all, uh, you know, you guys are, are funding a lot of this stuff yourself, if not all of it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. About 95% of it's all self-funded, so we do fundraisers, um, raffle sales. Uh, we do have, uh, we are super fortunate to pick up a couple we call cash partnerships, mm-hmm. sponsors, uh, um, three of them that we got. Actually, we're local here. We have the uh, Culver's of um, Viroqua, oh. um, Main Street Mobile in Viroqua, and the uh, uh, Vernon Square Cinema nice. there in in uh, Viroqua. And Mr. Bill Schultz and his companies were wanted to support us. And, Nice. Another company called Bass Tracks. You guys will be looking forward to that. It's going to be an app that's going to be released. They're helping us along also with uh, some cash sponsorship. Nice. And we're currently working on a partnership with uh, the Madison Fishing Expo. Oh, nice. To help them yeah. out as well. So. Gosh,
2: that's, yeah, that's coming up here soon, isn't it? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> ah, that, it's it's that time of year. So, But, yeah, so, you know, let me ask you guys, we'll just kind of back up a little bit here, uh, Devin Brady. How did you guys get, uh, get in? Inter- I mean, I'm guessing you obviously had an interest in fishing ahead of time, but, you know, what led you to uh, uh, the club here?
5: Yeah, uh, as a kid, I was always fishing um, anytime I got the chance. So once I came to UWL, uh, I knew Brady. He's a year older than me, so I kind of knew about the club, um, mm-hmm. got involved, started doing some tournaments in the summer, some small tournaments, and then down at lake of the ozarks that was actually my first tournament for the school so that was it was definitely a nice experience nice
4: nice and and brady i mean i grew up on the river my whole life i lived in prairie so i fished pool 10 sure. 9 8 my entire life and then one day scrolling through tv i saw flw college national championship and mm-hmm. sure enough turn it on uw lacrosse fishing i'm like oh, i wanted to go there i <laughs> I got I was recruited here to play football, but that didn't end up working out, so I was able to get on the fishing team here, so now I'm lucky enough to qualify now. I've fished multiple college tournaments and finally got one to work out. Nice. Nice. And and, and so and, and how did you guys qualify then? Uh so down in Lake of the Ozarks in Missouri, mm-hmm. we were down there for about a week. We had the worst fishing week you could possibly have aside <laughs> from blowing a lower unit, which we did earlier in the year as well um and then just on tournament day we got lucky and struggled into some fish ended up catching a three and a half pounder a half an hour left in the day right across from the ramp behind about six boats <laughs> and got lucky enough to actually catch a limit when there was only 16 out of 130 boats to catch a limit and that wow. was enough to qualify us nice very nice engage how did you uh how did you qualify same tournament
0: No, so I qualified earlier in the year fishing Lake Cumberland, Kentucky. Uh, Same kind of story. It seems that if you have a good practice, it's a bad luck thing. Uh, We were fishing down there for, I think, seven, maybe eight days. Um, It was was a really tough fishing experience. You were getting a lot of bites, just not a lot of keepers. Uh, Day of the tournament, a big storm front rolled through, and we ended up catching just over 16 pounds of both smallmouth and largemouth to get our five-fish limit. Uh, and Honestly, that was a blast. If you've never been to Cumberland, Kentucky, and you're looking for a trip, that's not going to hurt your wallet too much. It's a great lake to go check out, really pretty, and uh, there's some big bass and swim in that lake, so it's a pretty cool area.
2: Cool, cool. very cool. And and I'm guessing, too, uh, in Florida, the bass are just maybe a, a little bit larger than uh, than what we find here in the Mississippi? <laughs> You could say
0: that. Yeah, I'm really excited for that opportunity. And same thing here in Texas right now. It's kind of the same story because yeah, they yeah. have the same strain of bass here. Um, but the genetics of a Florida strain are a lot different. And, you know, any cast you can catch a 10-plus pounder down there. They actually had a an open tournament there uh, this week, and there was multiple 10-pound bass caught. You know, and that the lakes they were fishing were maybe an hour from where we're at. So mm-hmm. there's giants that swim down there. You definitely have a chance to catch a trophy of a lifetime in this tournament.
2: Wow that would uh, that would be uh, that would be incredible. And I'm guessing a couple of ten pounders in the uh, in the live well will uh, would help the uh, help move you up the the rankings in terms of that uh, in terms of that <laughs> tournament. So <laughs> just no, a little bit, just a, a little bit. Um, not and actually, do you guys have to like? Do you guys uh, have to like, you know, upsize your gear at all? Any in any way, shape, or form? Because I mean, obviously, you are dealing maybe with some some bigger
4: bass. I mean, around here it's pretty similar, aside from the size of the fish. I mean, yeah. you're still fishing. Like I throw on my frog rod, I throw sixty-five pound braid, which is basically baling twine mm-hmm. on a fishing rod and you can rip any fish you want out of yeah. wherever i've never dealt with a 10 pounder before so i can't really say that but but uh you gotta upgrade you gotta upsize just a little bit but you can also still throw the lighter tackle stuff but yeah you just gotta be a little more careful mm-hmm. and I, yeah, I, yeah 65 pound braid isn't
2: <laughs> you can you can do pretty much what you want with that fish regardless of size so okay well cool. i'm sorry gage were you gonna say something didn't mean to interrupt you there
0: yeah no no you were good sorry about that oh. um I just I just wanted to say, you know, in terms of the rods and reels with the with the partnership we have with Shimano and uh, G Loomis products, I mean they're they're some of the best on the market. And, and the reels that we that we buy and the rods that we buy now uh, can definitely handle any fish down there. I mean, I take them all across the country and definitely put them to use, and never have had an issue with that. The only thing we are I'm going to upsize a little bit is our line. Uh, typically around here, I'll throw 10 to 12-pound fluoro on most of my moving baits and then slipping 20. Uh, down there, like Brady said, you might want to get a little bit bigger braid, some 50, 65-pound braid, and then uh, upsize your fluoro a little bit to 15. Um but, you know, for the most part, I mean, our tackle and our, our stuff is built really well and is built to handle pretty much any fish. That's what's really nice about having the opportunity to partner with these companies like Shimano, G Loomis, P Line, Strike King, TNT. You know, they all make products for us that, you know, not only are affordable and work really well, but, you know, they're, we're, they're stuff we can take anywhere across the country. And Troy tells us this all the time about. Just fish your strengths, you know. Don't go down there and just think just because it's Florida, you got to go throw a 10-inch worm and, you know, throw a, a two-ounce punch rig. Just fish just fish with what you're comfortable with. If you want to throw a swim jig around, you'll catch a bass on a swim jig down there, throw what you're comfortable with, and that's what's kind of nice. It, it really takes a lot of that stress of, oh, what, what do I need to get out? And instead of buying a bunch of stuff you're going to use for one tournament, you buy... A handful of things you know you're gonna use every tournament and it makes it a lot less stressful and you catch a lot more fish that way. Okay.
2: All right. Well I tell you what, uh guys, we got I gotta take a a quick break and uh we will be back in just a few moments with more of WKTY Outdoors on WKTY ninety six seven FM five eighty AM. It's eight thirty
5: nine. <laughs> Some people have a summer home. Ask me, this winter home is way better. Sure, it looks like a shack, but it's on the water. Keeps the cold out, plenty of seats. Just watch out for the bucket butt. And the fish are biting thanks to Roscoe's live bait. They're like my ice fishing interior decorator and accessorizer. The moral
1: of the story is it's okay to call your ice shanty your second home. And Jigs to Gear Roscoe's Live Bait and toma is your ice fishing headquarters. By any rod and reel, get a free line setup. Roscoe's, it's where everyone goes. Well, it's time to start thinking about the season of love. What are you going to get your sweetheart? Think you can find it at a hardware store? <laughs> of course you can when it's Ace of Lacrosse. They have the gifts they really want. Maybe your honey wants you to paint the living room. Done. Paint, brushes, tape. Ace of lacrosse has everything. Maybe they just want to be warm and cozy. Easy. They have Carhartt. See what I mean? This may be the perfect place to find the perfect way to say I love you. Ace of LaCrosse on Mormon Cooley Road. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma.
2: ninety six seven FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. It's 841. Joining me in the studio here is uh, Troy Rebeck, coach for the UWL fishing team, and Devin and Brady and Gage as well, members of the team. And uh, we're talking a little bit about uh, uh, the National Collegiate Championship coming up uh, uh, next month. Uh, before that, though, there's a a tournament a little closer to home that uh, is uh, is going to help you out, and Troy will talk a little bit about the about that a little bit as well. That's uh, coming up on February the first.
3: Yeah, thank you. Uh, we you know, we talked earlier about funding for our club, and we have mm-hmm. to have fundraisers, and this is an awesome fundraiser we put together. It's an ice fishing tournament we're going to have on February first. It's going to be out of the Sailboat Club. It's only ten dollars entry fee. Right, nice. Anybody, if you're out on the ice and you, hey, you want to swing on by, pay ten bucks and join the tournament. Uh, it's going to be capped off at at seventy five individuals. We're going to have raffle prizes there. We're probably going to have some food you can you can mm-hmm. purchase, uh, possibly some drinks, and we're just going to have a great time. It's going to run from six a.m. to three p.m. Uh, we're going to allow you to start weighing in your fish, and when I say weighing in your fish, we're going to be doing a point system bank based on the length. Okay. Uh for certain categories, uh you can check out the flyer at on our Instagram page or our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have it posted right there at the top and we're sharing it across other Facebook groups and local tackle shops here in town. Sure. Yeah.
2: And uh again, uh um yeah, just go to the page and uh yeah, more information, you know, it runs uh hopefully uh it won't be uh, quite as uh like today anyway or yesterday anyway for for the first, but uh who, who knows? It uh it might be sixty degrees with this the weather we've been having this winter here. So but uh no and that's great. And again that's uh and that's a fundraiser for you guys. And uh again, you know, like you said earlier, this is uh this is how you guys are able to go to these different tournaments and, and you know uh, somebody's gotta pay for the gas for the boat so and and
3: <laughs> and the vehicle to haul it so and that you're right expenses are the major thing uh, you know especially gas mm-hmm. you know it's going to be 20 hour ride roughly down to florida for these guys here next month and, and gas is going to take up a majority of the funds so it's
4: uh,
3: you know we're that's why we do these these fundraisers to get, mm-hmm. get they don't we don't want to have them spend any money out of their pocket yeah at all uh, so they can get down there they don't have to worry about how much money they need to have in their wallet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can go down there and enjoy and fish and, and do what they love.
2: Yep, exactly, exactly. So, again, uh, that's coming up on, on February the 1st. I was going to ask you guys uh, as well, you know, uh, obviously, um, you know, we had the Red Crest here earlier. You know, you guys got the chance to to hang out with and meet, you know, obviously some of the, the, uh, the best of the best in terms of the, the bass fishing world. What was that experience like for you guys? What was you know? I mean, did you guys, you know, are you guys just kind of picking their brains and trying to find out um, anything you can from uh, from these guys to, that that uh, that helps you out?
4: Personally, for me, I wasn't able to work the Red Crest. I was out of town, oh. but I've been to multiple events. The Bassmaster elites coming through mm-hmm. FLW, and it's like every time you get the opportunity to talk to the best of the best, you gotta pick their brains. You gotta. Mm-hmm. A lot of them will shoot the bull with you. I talked to quite a few of the pros. One guy, Chad Pipkins, I leaned on his boat, looked what he was looking at, and he talked to me for about 15 minutes after. It's mm-hmm. like, you can't beat just picking the the brains of the best of the best. It's like, if you get the opportunity, why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's uh, and that's got to be, you know, I mean, these
2: guys are, are just, you know, incredible when it comes to being able to decipher a fishery. You know, You know, they come into town, they're here for a few days, and, you know they're able to produce some you know incredible numbers of fish i mean that's that's got to be you know it's like how do they do that you know that's that's got to be something something kind of fun to, to to be able to uh uh be able to chat with these guys uh, you know uh, like i said the uh, the best the best of the best and
4: being able to have that opportunity here you know on your home fishery is uh
2: has got to be pretty cool
4: yeah, One thing that was also actually pretty cool is when they brought the Red Crest here, they had the uh, MLF college fishing face-off that mm-hmm. we were lucky enough to get drawn into fish. So that was on Pool 10. It was every scoreable fish, which is a fish over a pound counts. Mm-hmm. And only, what, I think 30 teams in the whole country have fished that. So the opportunity to do that, meet Gary Klein, one of the the biggest names in bass fishing mm-hmm. ever. Yep get to meet him, pick his brain, talk to all the people that work behind the scenes, and just be a part of something that not a lot of people get to be a part of is, is I mean, it's pretty unreal, especially from a small little school like this that not a lot of people think of. Mm-hmm. And, and is, that, is, that, is that kind of fun that, that you're
2: able, you, you know, you guys are, are building a reputation as, uh, you know, I, I, obviously the university is known for a lot of things, football, and obviously academics, but, you know, are you guys kind of looking at, at, at building that reputation of, you know, Hey, this is a, you know, if you're into fishing, this is
3: a pretty cool school to go to is would that. Am I, am I wrong here? We are. Um, I mean. it would be awesome to be labeled as a powerhouse mm-hmm. in the, in the fishing in this college. Uh, I think we like playing the underdog role though. Uh-huh. We really do. Um, they see us roll in the UW lacrosse. Where's that Wisconsin? Oh, you guys fish tournaments up there, <laughs> and we hear that once in a while. So, but pulling up to some of with these larger, Clemson and uh, Kentucky and mm-hmm. uh, Texas and some of these other, even even Michigan, uh, where your, they your D one kind of our large D one colleges Alabama Auburn, where they actually give you a full scholarship to go fish. Mm-hmm. for four years yeah, yeah. And, and we're going down there we're competing we're going toe-to-toe and we're beating them mm-hmm. uh it makes i know it makes everybody on our team feel really really proud
2: oh i'm sure i'm sure engage i'm sorry you're going to add something as well
0: i was going to just say it's an honor to even be able to do this and you know we keep talking about the level of competition and building yourself as a person it's just it's really cool to have this opportunity um you know, and I'd like to just take this time real quick to thank everybody on the team, Troy, and all of our supporters, because uh, we've had arguably the best year in our, in our team's existence this year, um, and that didn't come just out of luck. It was a lot of hard work, you know, from the fishing side of it, but, you know, organizing these fundraisers and, and just staying organized and on task as a team in general, that really allowed for a lot more things to, to kind of fall into place. Cause when you're organized and you're doing these fundraisers, now we're starting to get the funds that we can travel to more tournaments. And like Troy was mentioned, compete with these, these schools where these kids not only get paid to go there, but then, you know, they show up and they have a truck and boat and everything provided for them. So, you know, they really only have to worry about making the cut to fish. And once they make the cut, you know, they get down there and they have a lot of help where, for us, it's we have to provide all of our own stuff and work really hard. Not that those guys don't work hard. I mean, they're at where they're at for a reason, but, you know, we have one more step we have to go through every time, making sure that we do all the legwork prior to these tournaments that we can go, because if we don't, you know, the, the whole thing kind of falls apart. So, you know, I'd like to thank everybody, especially Troy. Um, he's He's a little humble about it, but if he wasn't around, I don't think uh, our team would be nearly as organized or successful with that. Uh, with all these fundraisers and just the tournaments in general.
2: Well, uh, very well said, Gage. And and uh, I mean, you guys are our guys. You guys are doing a, a a phenomenal job, and it's great to see that you guys are able to compete. You know, at at the national level. You know, again with those big college schools, and you know, the other advantage too, obviously, is that. You know, you guys. You know, it's January in Wisconsin. You are not going out in a boat, <laughs> or you maybe shouldn't anyway. But uh, there is probably a few people that that might be. But I mean, you know, they've got the advantage. You know, your your Clemsons, your Alabamas, uh, you know, Texas. You know, they've got that advantage. They can go out this afternoon if they want, and and you know, fish Lake and and, and practice. I mean, it's a little more challenging for you guys. Um, you know, what do you guys do during the the winter months? other than I know ice fishing but uh um you know what do you guys do to kind of to keep sharp in terms of uh um you know just keeping those skills uh a little more honed uh, to to bass fishing in the open water season
3: when we get together and do our meetings a minimum once a month you know two to sometimes two to three times a month mm-hmm. it's a little harder during the winter break when college yeah. is out oh, of yeah, session yeah. but you know we still communicate via social media, you know, Mm -hmm. text messaging, or we have a messenger group or Snapchat group, all that fun stuff. Uh, But when we get to these meetings, we'll sit down and we'll talk about specific techniques, Mm -hmm. specific patterns. And we'll have individuals from the club actually put together a little seminar. Whether it's something that they are good at or something they want to be better at, have them put on a seminar and teach others how to do it. It's going to make you better at it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, it's kind of hard to flip on hard water. Yeah, you know, but you know, we'll bring the rods and reels in. We'll talk about maintenance. We'll talk about lure selection, line selection. Keep your mind sharp, and that's going to mm-hmm. be the big thing. Big thing right there is keeping your mind sharp, um, and continue to practice. Uh, I know. I still do it throughout the winter time in the basement. Grab the flipping stick, mm-hmm. and we. You know, put up targets. We did it up at the college and you know, in some of the rooms. Like going back to my basement, I got targets. I'll flip the targets. Mm-hmm. I'll skip the targets in the basement. Okay. Got to keep your mind your your mind sharp. Um, and then reading as much as you can, watching the YouTube videos, watching the fishing shows on TV. You know, I think you guys are all about to do, you know what I'm talking about. I think everybody about does the same thing. Right, guys?
4: Pretty much. Uh, it's <laughs> kind of hard to not sit there and just stare at your stuff for six months out of the year and Mm -hmm. just not do anything with it
2: yeah it's it's got to be a bit of a challenge here i I tell you what i've got to take uh one last short little break and then uh i do want to talk to you about i've got one other thing i want to ask you guys about real quick but uh we'll we'll do that in just a couple of moments here Uh, i'm going to take a short break and be back with uh, more members of the uwl fishing team when wkty outdoors continues in just a moment on wkty 96.7 fm 580 a.m
5: Some people have a summer home. Ask me, this winter home is way better. Sure, it looks like a shack, but it's on the water. Keeps the cold out, plenty of seats, just watch out for the bucket butt. And the fish are biting thanks to Roscoe's live bait. They're like my ice fishing interior decorator and accessorizer. The moral of the story is
1: it's okay to call your ice shanty your second home. And Jigs to Gear Roscoe's Live Bait
0: in Toma is your ice fishing headquarters. By any rod and reel, get a free line setup. Roscoe's, it's where everyone goes.
1: WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. WKTY is your source for high school sports. Covering more than 100 local contests each year. And each year, we honor the most outstanding student-athletes in the lacrosse area by providing them college scholarships through the Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning Sportscaster Club. So far, we've given away $100,000 in scholarships. To show your support for high school athletics in the Cooley Region, consider patronizing these fine sponsors. ABC Auto Body, Bluffside Tavern, Firefighters Credit Union, Awesome Funeral Home, Trent Lumber, Mr. Electric, Schumacher Kish Funeral Home, Wafer, Washa Chiropractic Clinic, Balduzi Lumber, Bagnewski Heating and Air Conditioning, and Temp, Brian Sandmeyer Insurance Agency, Remax Brandon Kane, Killer Furniture, Five Star Telecom, and Played Again Sports. The Schneider Heating and Air Conditioning Sportscaster Club, honoring outstanding student athletes in the Cooley region. It's back and bigger than ever. Menard's Bag Sale. Get 15% off everything you can fit into the bag, even sale items. From paint to power tools, batteries to bath faucets, cabinet hardware, light bulbs, and more. Just get them in the bag and save 15%. Now during Menard's Bag Sale. Save 15% on everything you can fit into the bag, even sale items. Hurry in and pick up a bag in store today. Sale ends January 18th. Save big money at Menard's. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580
2: AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And i uh, got a few minutes left to go with uh, members here of the UWL fishing team here, Troy Rebeck and... Uh, Devin and Brady in the studio here Gage on the phone. Uh Gage, hey, I wanted to ask you real quick. I, I know you guys uh uh did a segment with uh with Jason Mitchell up uh, on Lake on Alaska doing some pan fishing here. Talk a little bit about that. How cool was that?
0: Yeah, that was a really cool experience. Kind of a funny story how it happened. I was at the Saint Paul Ice Show just helping out some sponsors and uh you know, was kind of talking with him and hoping he would just, you know, give a seminar for some of our ice fishing fans on the team. Um and he just said, you know, why why just do a seminar? Why don't I just come down there and fish? And that was really shocking that, you know, I figured he would be pretty busy, but he made the time for us. Um and it was a really, really fun day when we went out there. We caught a lot of fish. Um pretty cool episode. If you guys haven't checked it out, that'll be airing um uh at nine AM on Fox Sports North on Sunday and Fox Sports Midwest uh at eight thirty on Saturday. Um, is the airtimes for that, and there's also a, a link on YouTube. You can watch that. It was a really cool opportunity, and uh, Jason Mitchell and his whole crew, they're a huge advocate for the college fishing and really helping us out. Um, and they actually even uh, got us a partnership with Clam Outdoors and uh, Jason Mitchell Elite Series products. So now we have another opportunity to get more involvement for the, for the anglers on the team that maybe they don't like to do the bass fishing so much, but maybe they want to fish some ice tournaments. Um, now they're able to get everything they need um, right through Clam Outdoors and Jason Mitchell. That whole experience was just—it was pretty pretty cool to be able to fish with somebody of his caliber and his name, um, and that you know he was just as excited to help us out as we were to fish with him, which was really cool to see.
2: Cool. Very very cool. Well, yeah. Look forward to uh, uh, catching that segment here. I'm probably gonna have to catch it on on YouTube here, but uh, um, that's cool. That, uh, that's a lot. And, and it, it, again, it's in Troy. It's great
3: exposure for the team as well. You know, I'm sure it well, is. You know, doing the right things. and That's one thing we teach uh, in the club when we have our meetings: life skills and doing the right thing. And, and by doing that, we we have these great opportunities that that come to us. And mm-hmm. majorities individuals may never have this type of opportunity. Yeah again and we're just, we're loving it we are we're having a great time yeah i'm i'm sure you are well uh,
2: guys i gotta uh i got just about a, a minute and a half here left to go on the the program here but uh uh again uh, if anybody is interested in that tournament uh let's get the uh, the details on that ice fishing tournament yeah,
3: right again you can come to our facebook page we just have it posted this morning uh up this morning it's uw lacrosse fishing team it's on the facebook page we're posting it across the, um, other social media it's also in the local bait shops it is saturday february 1st from 6 a.m to 3 p.m only a ten dollar entry fee paying back the top three spots with cash and then we're going to be having some raffle tickets there some jason mitchell outdoors products some mm-hmm. clam products some of other of our uh sponsor products there that you can purchase uh, tickets for
2: great fabulous fabulous well gage uh, you know best of luck to you down in uh, in texas with the uh, uh the tournament this weekend and uh Hi. uh Try to maybe bring back a little, uh, a little warmer weather when you head back up this way.
0: <laughs> Will do. All Thank right. you.
2: All right, we'll uh, we'll talk to you later, Gage. Thanks for thanks for calling in this morning. Great talking with you. Yep. All
0: right, take have care. Have a great day. Thank you for your time.
2: Yep. Take care. See you later. Yep. Bye bye. And that uh, and and Devin Brady, thanks guys for uh, for coming in this morning. I really appreciate uh, I appreciate your time uh, here in the studio. Thanks again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thanks and, for and, having us. and 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 best of luck in the uh, the tournament uh, next week or next month, I should say. So we
4: we'll bring some more warm, warmer weather back from there too. I Have think
2: it. so. That's uh that that's an, and and a nice trophy, maybe a boat. Uh, you know that that wouldn't I'm, be bad either. I wouldn't turn that down. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thanks again for uh, for stopping here in the studio. I appreciate it. Uh, Troy, as always, good to see you. So, uh, Thank you. We yeah.
3: thank you very much for your support. We really do. you are you're,
2: you're, uh, you're most welcome. Glad to have you guys in here, uh, here anytime. Okay, got to wrap things up here for this Saturday. Thank you again for listening to WKTY Outdoors. Uh, be back next Saturday with another program for you. So until then, you have yourself a great time. You get a chance to get out on the ice. Uh, get out there. Fish are We'll uh, see you next Saturday on WKTY Outdoors. It's Wisconsin. 9 o'clock. Sports.
1: Sports. The Touchdown. WKTY
2: Lacrosse. 96.7 FM. 580 AM.